that was one of the hardest things for me is like, what are my values? Like once I thought about it, because right. yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, I had a list of like what I thought my values were. And then in practice, I realized like, you know, maybe I'm not as fiercely, you know, passionate or loyal to that value as I feel like I should be. Welcome to another episode of the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. I am your host, John Mansfield. Um, Every week, I bring you conversations with photographers and other creative entrepreneurs who share tips, strategy, and inspiration. Uh, So whether you are light and airy, dark and moody, or anywhere in between, we are here to help you grow your community, build your business, and create the lifestyle you always dream of. Uh, Today, I am joined by Ty Wilson. He is a wedding photographer based in Seattle, where he celebrates passionate couples and he helps photographers uh, do the same uh, while being inclusive and affirming of all love. And on the show today, we are talking about how you can uh, take the values that you hold and use them to guide your business decisions. So Ty, welcome to the podcast. I'm excited to have you here. Thank you. I'm honored to be here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm excited about this topic because it's, it's something very important to me. My values are very important to me. And, um, and like that was, we'll get into this, like how I named my business and like different uh, aspects of the business are, are very important and like align with my values. So I'm, I'm very excited to, to chat about that. Um, but yeah, can you give us a little uh, background about about Ty, where where you're based, um, what what you photograph, what you love doing? Yeah, I photograph uh, pretty much couples and portraits, so weddings and engagements and portraits, whether it's headshots or like small business branding. Uh, based in Seattle, but work off of both coasts, so I'm Seattle and New York. I spent few years in New York City, so I, I, I can't get away from it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and that's that's where I am. Those are the people I photograph. And I try to focus on, you know, attracting people who are, you know, I hate the word because it's overused, but people who are authentically themselves, um, yes. but, you know, also willing to celebrate that. Oh yeah, yeah. I I agree. I I do think that. that I need to like find a thesaurus word for it. I know, I know. Me too. Because I always I go back to the same word because it's such a good word when it's used properly, um, and not just like, you know, how authentic has transformed over the last five years. Um, but yeah, no, I I get that, and I see that through your work as well. That. That they're not just like, you know, pretty posed photos, but they're like you can you can feel the personality of the people in the photos as you're looking at it. Um, And that kind of authenticity is uh, is what we're looking for. Um, So, yeah, I love that. Okay, so Seattle and New York, how where where did you begin your photography journey? Did you start in New York and then move to Seattle or is it like a Seattle, then New York, then back or I've been all over. I actually started in the Midwest. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was born and raised in Minnesota, but I started photography when I was in college and I was in North Dakota. So Fargo, North Dakota. Okay. Uh, if I start saying words with a lot of O's in it, the accent will come out. Otherwise, uh-huh. I feel like I might be able to hide it. I was going to say, <laughs> I wouldn't have pegged you for, for Minnesota when I met you. <laughs> it's like boat, flag, rag, like those words. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I started photographing weddings in North Dakota. Um, 
a lot of like farm and barnyard weddings um, and then moved to New York, completely different, like everything changed. Oh, yeah. Um, I spent a year in Dallas, but that was like that was prime pandemic time. So it didn't really count. Um, And now I'm in Seattle. Uh, so I've kind of been all over, but started in the Midwest, um, and now I, you know, work off of both coasts. Nice, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's. I feel like a lot of us who are in the the middle states, um, <laughs> the the flyovers, as a lot of the 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 coastal people call them, um, we're just like, I just want to get to. <laughs> <laughs> to either coast, just somewhere that's not flat and uh like give me a couple months a year there <laughs> right yeah yeah i like we're we're currently look my 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 wife and i are, are currently looking at some places where we could just like go for the summer and i can start marketing for you know houston texas and uh, this other <laughs> location um and not necessarily move there but just like go spend summers away from the yeah. hundred and crazy degrees like um, i'll do february in houston and then july yeah. and somewhere else <laughs> exactly yes 100 percent. which we love seattle uh we've we have some friends up there in like the queens Anne area oh yes yeah. gorgeous uh the Beautiful. all the times that we've gone to visit it's been like a sunny day at least yeah. at least one of the days that we're there and we're like <laughs> We always hear about it's just like dreary and like misty almost every day. And then we're there and it's like sunny and we're like, okay, this is It gets nice. a bad rap. It does, yeah. <laughs> but it's it's our winters. So once the rain sets yeah, in yeah. for the year, it's like, but it's it's only because we don't get a ton of snow. That's all in the mountains, which is a couple hours away. Mm-hmm. And Seattle is usually beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I I, I love it up there. What brought you to Seattle? I've actually always wanted to be here. Nice. So like ever, yeah, even when I was in college, I was like, I will become like a Starbucks barista if that's my in. Like I will do whatever it takes. Yeah. Um, and I finally got out here, but it's, I like it because there's a city aspect to it. It's not too terribly large. It's not, you know, New York City, but it's still a city. Right. And it's very close to the outdoors. And I love the outdoors. Yes. And when it, when I like get to the ocean, it's not like white sandy beaches, which are beautiful. I'm just more of like, give me a rocky coast and like cliffs and mm, mm. I'm in, I'm at home. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. That's, and it's so great. Like being there. I know this is not an ad for Seattle, but it, it, it sounds like that's what, <laughs> it we, can be. That's what this podcast is turning into. <laughs> Everyone move to Seattle, go hang out with Ty. Um, yes. I, I will do it for sure. But yeah, it's, I, I've always wanted to live somewhere where there are mountains nearby and there's beach nearby because I am very much a, a uh, I was going to say a water body, but I don't think that's a phrase. Um, <laughs> I, I love the water. I just give me a lake, give me a pool, yeah. uh, anything, you know, a, a large bathtub. I will splash around and have fun. <laughs> and, um, I've, and I also love hiking and mm-hmm. being in the mountains and just all the nature and the different colors, all the different shades of green, uh, yeah. through like the moss and the trees and ev- everything is just, it's so great. I am, I'm going to have to like, after this call, I'm going to like jump on and see book a ticket. We've got a spare room. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Awesome. Well, okay. So 
I, I'm very interested. This is a question that I've been asking. I don't know how long now, but I love all the the answers that I get through your career or maybe even before it. Um, has there been a piece of advice or a lesson or something that you have taken that has changed the way that you look at your business or or just life in general? Yeah, there's actually been a couple. Th- it's, it's funny because I get this question a lot as far as just like, advice that has changed your life. But then when I apply it to business too, it's, I feel like there's two pieces of advice that have nothing to do with each other that have blended together to really like change how I see things. And the first one more just like personal. Um, but my mom always told us growing up, she would always tell us you are no more than anyone, but you're also no less than anyone. And Mm. I was like that, like, I didn't appreciate it at the time, but growing up (laughs) afterwards, I was like, actually, that's like a very valuable thing to like take to heart. Um, But then in tandem with, I think the best advice I've gotten in relation to business is do personal projects or like do work that you find joy in. And so kind of partnering that with, you know, you're no less than anyone or you're no greater than anyone. I've been able to free myself up to, try new things and mm-hmm. and do things that I'm like, you know what? Nobody ever has to see this, but I'm going to do it because I think it'll bring me joy. Um, and the more I've started leaning into some of those things, it's completely changed how I approach business because I'm like, you know what? I'm doing, you know, my couples the best service if I'm truly loving what I'm doing. And so doing more personal projects and, and finding work that I love allows me to fall in love with the creative process again. Um, but then also give more of who I am and the, you know, the, the skills and the values I have to those projects and then to those couples who align with that as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Cause it's like, I feel like oftentimes, especially those of us who have been in the business for years and years. And like, if you're in the same location for, you know, five plus years, you're mm-hmm. often shooting at the same venues. You're going to the same parks, the same locations for engagement sessions. And you kind of get into a rut of monotony. It's all the same. And even though it's different for your couples, because this is their first yeah. time getting their yeah. engagement, you're just like, uh, yeah, I mean, this pose over here with like silhouetting them against this tree. I do this all the time. Like, it's just kind of boring and you get stuck in that. But doing those personal mm-hmm. projects, that's a, way um i i love doing personal projects i actually have one coming up uh this this coming sunday as we're recording this and because um, i love halloween and all things spooky and creepy <laughs> and stuff. i was like this is very <laughs> juxtaposed to weddings <laughs> and all the bright and lovely um and yeah so i've got a few people who also love halloween and we're just gonna go create some creepy stuff and yeah and I've found that doing that, it's it's really, um, I don't know, kind of broadened my view of how to use light because it's often like twilight or dusk and just yeah. there's not a lot of light left and using beams of light hitting a tree or something and just uh, the a little bit more creative than what I would typically do on a photo shoot. Um, so I love, I love that you mentioned that about personal <laughs> projects and I'm like, I'm excited cause I haven't really done a personal project in a while. Um, 
you know blessing yeah. of having a busy season but also <laughs> it's just like I but just, it's how you get to the end of it you're like i need to recharge yeah i need to recharge and do something on my own so that's well i feel like the more drastically different the personal project is than the work you do like the more freeing it is and the more creative you can get in the process and then oh, even yeah. like bring that back to you know what you do yeah yeah that's how i started getting back into shooting film a few years ago because i went all digital because i was like i'm not gonna worry about you know i had, I had graduated college and that's the dark room that i was using was at yeah. the college and i was like i don't even know where i can develop my own film now <laughs> so i went into digital and then a few years ago started doing more personal projects and like photographing my kids and photographing uh just like you know street photography on film and then that has now been incorporated into my wedding and couples work yeah and i would encourage anyone to start shooting film <laughs> like it's, it's funny because like oh, yeah. i heard a lot of people doing that and like talking about the similar things i was like that's so like cliche and then i started doing the same thing uh -huh. and like actually no it completely changes how you see things like actually i just got back from hawaii and now i've got to send off some film <laughs> it's like here on my desk oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> just changes how you like operate Yes. Yeah. And when you're shooting and you have 16 frames on a roll and you're like, <laughs> I've got to make this frame count. It's not just going to be like, oh, that's pretty click. And this one click. And like, why don't y'all go over there and like dance or something? And you're just like, yeah. Ch -ch 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 -ch. and just like the, <laughs> you know, the continuous shutter all the all the way. But it's much I found for myself uh, shooting film. I am much more intentional with how I shoot. And that carries yeah. over to my digital work as well, that I'm absolutely I'm much more intentional and not just, well, I'm sure I'm going to get something, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm intentional, even though I'm taking way more photos on my digital cameras. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I'm more intentional with those photos and I'm not shooting 7,000 photos at a wedding anymore. Um, Makes your life having, easier. You have less does. to call. Less to call. <laughs> <laughs> less to less time to upload later that night. So yeah, I feel um, like it also made me appreciate the imperfections more too. Because like yeah, I'm a lot more intentional with the photos, but also like if something's slightly off, that's the one frame I got, and it's beautiful. Yeah, and it, I I still love it. Oh yeah, and. And we're also seeing that because I feel like film is is having a comeback. There's a lot of people oh, yeah. uh, that are shooting film these days. And we're seeing a lot more of like the the <clears throat> slow shutter and the, you know, shooting at one fifteenth of a second and just getting the the dress going all crazy and like yeah. people's faces not completely in focus and maybe a little bit blurry because they were moving while they were going in for a kiss, but it's still, that's the frame you got. And even mm -hmm. moving into digital, like people shooting that way intentionally, um, yeah. which I also have been shooting that way intentionally <laughs> uh, because it's just, yeah, there's something about those imperfections that makes it more real. Yeah. And it feels like invites less... you into the moment. Yeah. 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 It doesn't feel as staged because a lot of, a lot of wedding photos, a lot of couples photos can feel staged um, mm -hmm. because these 
digital cameras are I keep motioning to this camera because I have <laughs> my mirrorless up here um, as my webcam right now. But um, but yeah, like digital cameras, they're just they're so sharp and they can make things look a little bit too like a little surreal and not mm-hmm. so uh, real. Uh, sounded like I just said the same thing. <laughs> Isn't it so cool? I was just showing my friend Owen here how easy it is to use Gusto to pay my contractors. Gusto is an all-in-one platform that helps businesses like yours onboard pay, insure, and support your team. They have it all under one roof. You can use them, as I do, to pay my contractors easily without added fees or breaking policy agreements. Looking at you, Venmo. If you have full-time employees, They've got you covered too. payroll, health benefits, HR, time tracking tools, workers comp, and they submit your tax documents at the end of the year. So great. I love it because I don't have to juggle Venmo, PayPal, Cash App and all the other places. I just have everything through Gusto and it's simply direct deposits into my contractor's accounts. So head to lightdarkco.com slash gusto. And when you send your first paid payroll, you'll receive $100 back. And receiving that much back, you're probably assuming it's hundreds of dollars a month. Oh no, my friend, it is only $6 a month for contractors. So go check out lightdarkco.com slash gusto, G-U-S-T-O. And just like my friend Owen Wilson, you'll be saying... Wow. Our main topic today is talking about our values and how we can how we can uh, use the values that we have personally and in our business to guide those business decisions. Um, For anyone listening who's like, Ty, that sounds great, but I have no idea what my values are. Like, what could you give us a little, like, what, what can, uh, what are some, uh, some, uh, I was going to say objects. That's not the right word. What are, what are some, uh, um, examples? There it is. Uh, what are some examples of some values or how we can even like kind of look out and seek out our own values? That's a, yeah, great question. Cause I think, that was one of the hardest things for me is like, what are my values? Like once I thought about it, yeah. <laughs> um, cause I, you know, I had a list of like what I thought my values were. And then in practice, I realized like, you know, maybe I'm not as fiercely, you know, passionate or loyal to that value as hmm. I feel like I should be, or, you know, the world says that we should be. And so, um, so like some of the values for my business is body inclusivity. Like, people of all sizes and shapes. I think there's beauty in all of that. Mm. Same with all types of love, whether it's, you know, a heterosexual couple, a same sex couple, any type of polyamory, even, you know, gender expression and um, skin tones. I love seeing like the full spectrum of everything that life has to offer. Yes. Um, And also just like the uniqueness and the imperfections in people's personalities and how they express themselves, um, both how they think that they should present themselves to the world, but then also how they truly are as well. Um, and so those, like, those are some of the things that I value. Um, and also being an advocate 
for those people. So I'm, this isn't for everyone, but I'm like very politically vocal on my social media channels. Uh Um, and, and, And some people are not for that, but it's, it's one of those things that, you know, I value very closely. Um, and so I realized, okay, if I'm going to say that I value this, I need to show it as well. Mm-hmm. So I think like really good exercises for finding out, you know, what our values are is come up with like a list of what you think your values are. Um, and then see if you'd be willing to like defend them on a public stage against people who do not agree with you. Like you're the only one in the room with those beliefs. Are you willing to go to bat and, you know, then you can kind of shape, okay, what are the most important values that I have? Um, and then kind of learn your own way to incorporate them into your business. Not everyone, you know, needs to be as loud as I am. Uh, um, but, it, you know, there's, there's different ways that you can incorporate these values into your business and into your life um, just by how you live, how you talk to people and, you know, present to people. And it's, it's always a learning as you go, I still, you know, even now, um, am learning new things that I didn't realize I value this deeply as I do, or, you know, some things I'm like, you know, I used to be extremely passionate about this and now I'm realizing maybe it's not as important as I thought it was. Um, and so it's always an ebb and flow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's uh, just as we are as people like evolving and what is really important to us in like, you know, 20, what is it? 2022 right now, 2012, John, like I was really passionate about different things than I am today uh, because the world changes around us and we change and the people in our circles change. And, um, and yeah, I think that's great to, like come back and revisit those values and ask yourself, like, is this still something that I'm passionate about? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's keep doing it. (laughs) Or, you know, actually not so much now, or I don't feel like I need to be as vocal about it. Um, or I need to feel, I need to be more vocal about it, Um, (laughs) which, which I, I think there's a good way of going, like if if you are someone who wants to separate um, business and and life and uh, and like some more because as I am also pretty politically vocal um, on my social media and uh, and all that and you know through the last five ish so years um, that has attracted some but has repelled quite a few and yes. um, and I think that can be scary for some people where they're like, I don't want to go out there and like show these values. I want to be a little bit more neutral. Um, but a quick like word of encouragement for that is you want to repel and you want to attract because whenever you are you, it's Mm -hmm. you're unique. You are, being you you're not just being a neutral person that's just going to be like everyone else you're going to attract the people that really want to work with you and love that you're vocal about uh, about uh different values and uh and you're going to repel people that don't like that you're vocal about certain values and that's cool because you probably you know may not want to work with them uh in the first place yeah it might be a little bit more draining and i think exactly. i think Cause it's, it's a very scary thing, especially like as you start to do it, because yeah. you are going to turn a lot of people off because 
it, but it's because you've built up this false sense of identity or you've, you know, people haven't seen who you truly are. And so they don't actually identify with who you are. They identify with who you've, you know, the, what you've put out there in the world or, you know, the parts yeah. of you that you've hidden. Um, but it also doesn't mean that you can't be, you know, you can't show grace to people who disagree with you. Um, that's one thing, like I, I'll be very vocal, but I also have a lot of grace for people who have differing opinions with me. I open, you know, I, I'm all for open dialogue and I welcome it. Um, I will be very pointed, but I still open it. Um, and I, you know, I have, I have no disrespect for anyone, but I will, you know, kind of push back on them and make sure that they actually, you know, are willing to stand behind what they say or the values that they say. Yeah. I want people to do the same with me. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's what we need more of in the world is that, that civil conversation and being able to have disagreements with other people, but speak to them still kindly because they are another yeah. person. Um, yeah. And I, I've been, I've been actively practicing this for probably almost 10 years or so now. Um, once, once I moved out of my small little town where everyone was pretty much like, like me, looked like me, <laughs> thought like me, and then moved to a bigger town, moved to Austin. And then I was like, Oh, yeah. like around other people and like seeing other cultures and seeing other, uh, lifestyles is like, Oh yeah, this is very different. And, um, and I've been actively trying to, have those civil conversations with people. And oftentimes we are pretty aligned with the values yeah. of like, of, mm. of love or the values of, um, you know, being, being kind or respectful or, or whatever. Um, it kind of like whittles down to that. It's just different expressions of it. Um, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Cause I, I even see that specifically with like, as a gay man, I, you know, mm -hmm. obviously value, same-sex relationships <laughs> and that's that's not something that everybody does or you know that not all wedding photographers want to embrace and it might be unfortunate but I also like have no problem with that that which is very different than some people some people are like you're terrible right. I'm like you know what no like I get it I'm not here to change anybody's beliefs I'll have a conversation with them but like if, if somebody wants to be respectful but they also want to, you know, stay true to their values. That's fine. Just make sure that that's what it's about. And so like a lot of times I tell people who, you know, are, you know, don't want to shoot like a same sex wedding or a same sex couple. That's fine. Make it very apparent before anyone, you know, reaches out to you so that they don't waste their time. They don't get hurt reaching out to you for you right. to, you know, turn them down. Um, because I don't think anybody truly wants to be, you know, nasty or hurt anybody. Mm -hmm. It's like, just show those values up front so that people know, okay, are these my people? Are they not? Right. Um, and that comes back to, you know, building those values in and making them apparent in your business. Yeah. You'll attract and repel the right people. Um, they won't waste your time and you won't waste their time. Exactly. Yes. And that, I mean, that idea of like showcasing, um, like where where you stand and how you feel and who your your target client is yeah. is very important and and for those because uh, you know I'm in Texas 
uh, very, very conservative state. Um, you know, not a lot of, of, uh, gay friendly, um, wedding vendors and, um, and for that, like I, most of my couples have been straight white couples and, and trying to like show that inclusivity with having, I think three couples, uh, over the last, you know, <laughs> uh, 10 years of business, um, you know, uh, three, three, three same sex couples over the last three years or 10 years. That's a little bit more difficult to, to showcase, but, you know, having those photos on your website, sharing on social media, you know, um, you know, having all that kind of stuff where people, there's no question. They don't have to reach out to you and be like, so are you okay with us? <laughs> um, but it is apparent by going through your website that, that you mm -hmm. are and that you're a safe vendor to reach out to. Um, I, I think that's, that's a good, a good thing to, to think of when, you know, whether, yeah. whether it is, um, you know, uh, same sex marriage or, you know, uh, or like uh, body inclusivity, because if you're just showing these thin people all over your website and all over your social media and like, sure, that's usually what gets picked up by publications and all that. But if you can uh, be mindful and be like, actually, I'm going to I'm going to put this couple that, you know, maybe they're a little bit heavier or maybe they, you know, they don't look like the the norm or the Hollywood type, you know, showcasing them on your website is going to attract more people and make them feel more comfortable. And if it means re-editing the same wedding three times as you grow as a photographer, uh -huh. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a that's a good point. I should probably go back to like one of my 2019 uh, weddings and re-edit that. I've changed a bit over the last three years, um, but yeah, no, I think that's good. And like, and and like you were saying with identifying your values and just like making a list, that's so important uh, because you can have certain values that you hold important, um, but you may not know what they are. Because uh, I remember when I was bringing in associate photographers and bringing in videographers and like building my team bigger. Um, I wanted to have that, uh, like those core values of mm -hmm. the business. And for me being a solopreneur doing it on my own, those kind of came through w without knowing. And yeah. once I sat down and started writing down, different values. I was like, Oh yeah, like this is a value that I do hold. How can I show that in my business? How can mm -hmm. I use that to, to make different decisions? Um, and with that, I mean, like, uh, how, how can we, I mean, we've, we've talked about inclusivity quite a bit, um, which is great. And, uh, how like other values that people might hold, how can we incorporate that into our business and, and use those to lead decisions? It, it really comes down to like what you're putting out there and also how you're educating the people you work with. So mm -hmm. the first thing people see is either going to be, you know, our website or social presence. Um, so visually making sure what's out there is aligned with your values. Same with the words that you put out there. So 
another value, especially like out in the Pacific Northwest or for photographers who work in the outdoors a lot is the idea of, you know, leave no trace or, you know, no trace, um, being good stewards of the earth, um, and building those practices into how you photograph weddings, whether it's elopements or intimate weddings, and even where you're taking your couples or where you're taking your clients for photo opportunities, make sure that you're, you know, incorporating those beliefs into it. Don't take someone to, you know, kind of a, a, a part of nature where the ecosystem is precarious and you could potentially damage it and then mm-hmm. blast that photo somewhere. One, don't do it. But also like, if you put that photo out there, you're welcoming other people to do the same thing. Oh yeah. And so if you're wanting to be, you know, a good steward of the earth, showing those, you know, showing images like that or taking clients into those situations wouldn't align with those values. And so making sure that you find locations um, for that, but also educating those clients as you have conversations with them, because, you know, you might have a couple who wants to have like a beautiful elopement in the mountains, but they might not know the idea of like, oh, hey, like we could really damage, you know, this field of wildflowers if we stray from the path. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that reminds me of I had a couple that we were looking at doing an engagement session in San Diego and they sent me this location. They were like, we love this location. We go on walks here. This would be so great if we could get photos. And me being from Texas, I was like, all right, let me do a little research because I have <laughs> not been to this path. I didn't even look yeah. it up. And through looking it up, it was a, a nature preserve. And I was like, we can take photos on the path there. Like yeah. we're not, we're not jumping that rope to go out on the cliff and, and take photos. Cause a lot of the, the plants there were protected. A lot of the mm-hmm. wildlife and the lizards and, and everything that you would see just walking the path there, uh, you know, that ecosystem is dangerous and will get damaged if we're just traipsing our human bodies through there <laughs> and like throwing my camera bag down on a cactus and stuff. But, yeah. uh, but through doing that, we were able to find another location, very mm-hmm. similar, same view of the ocean and everything. Um, but it was open to the public. We weren't, destroying any wildlife um so yeah i i think that's that's really great and something that you don't always think of especially mm-hmm. you know uh from from minnesota or from texas <laughs> or where it's just yeah, like you can go anywhere no yeah. one cares yeah. yeah as long as you're not like jumping into someone else's barn over here like we're okay <laughs> and um but yeah like that that forethought and that shows a lot of professionalism to your mm-hmm. clients too, that you're not just like, Oh, well it should be fine. Like we'll do it. Um, or like going to botanical gardens or something where there is a mm-hmm. photography fee. Um, but you're like, it's cool. I'll just like act like this is a book bag and yeah. I'll, I'll hide that I'm taking photos. <laughs> and it was like, we don't need to be deceiving um, in order to, to get the photos that you want. Yeah. And there, I mean, there'll be even, you know, photographers who will do that. Like, cause I feel like everyone wants, or well, a lot of people want to like shoot a wedding in Europe and a lot of people don't put in the, the time to learn, okay, what are the visas that we need? Or they just mm-hmm. say, I'm going to sneak it in and do it. It's like, well, make sure that you're not, you know, 
going against what your values are. Um, Canada, for sure. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They will take your memory cards from you if you do not have the correct visas. yeah, so so beware of that. Uh, any any Americans going up, or any, really anyone from non Canadians going to Canada. Um, but yeah, look. Whenever you're getting into uh, international uh, international weddings and photo shoots, like look up that visa uh, information and what you need to do. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, sometimes it's going to cost some money. Some sometimes you know you can build that into your package price. Um, and sometimes but, it means you can't take the wedding or, you know, you can't, exactly. and that's unfortunate, but yeah. if playing by the law is one of your values, then. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, um, what are, what are a couple ways that the, that the listeners can do like to, to implement their values into the beers, into their business. Once they've had their list and they're looking through, they're like, okay, cool. This is a value. This is a value, you know, other mm-hmm. than I know we've, we've kind of already talked about um, showcasing that on social media, on your website. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what can we do or what does that look like? Maybe even a couple uh, examples of values. Yeah, I th- it, it really comes down to like a holistic approach. You have to live it and walk it. So um, how you interact with people has to reflect that um, even outside of business, right? So you have to live the values that your business has. Um, so in everyday conversation, in, you know, the conversations that you have when you're booking your clients, in mm. how you, you know, present even wordings on captions or things like that, that you share on social media. Those are the easiest lifts and the first things that you can start to implement because you don't need any type of visuals to back up, to back it up. Um, and you can slowly start to layer on, you know, photos or visuals that also align with some of those values. Um, and keep, keep going from there. Um, I, it's hard to like say, what values can be because they're so different for anybody and everybody. Um, For some people, it might be they truly value, you know, escaping um, their hometowns, like traveling, seeing the world, Mm -hmm. engaging with cultures outside of their own. And so showcasing some of those things is learning about other cultures, highlighting other vendors or people of those cultures who can you know, speak to those topics. Um, you know, maybe some of the values that you have are really getting raw and deep and intimate with people emotionally, um, and sharing that. So maybe, you know, you, that's a value that you have and it's like, okay, well, how, how do I show that necessarily? Well, maybe you post a photo from an engagement session, but then you share, you know, an anecdote from the relationship that you've built with this client. Um, so it's, it's pairing all of those things together um, and just walking what you're saying or what you're wanting to say. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be, you know, shouting from the rooftop. These are my values. But right. <laughs> as you, you like, you can you can do it in subtle ways and incorporate it. And I think a lot of people don't realize that their values come through a lot louder than they think just based on how they're how they're living and what they're doing. So if you're not being intentional about it, 
-hmm. something's still coming through. Um, and you might want to see, okay, is this what I want to come through or not? Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I, one of my values is integrity and like, whenever I tell someone this is the deadline, like that's when they're going to have their photos by then, yeah. no matter what. And that I didn't realize that that was a value for me until I really started looking at um, when I when I started writing down uh, different values uh, to incorporate in, into the team. And and I was like, oh, no, that's very important to me that when I say um, that I'll be at a photo shoot you know, I'll, I'll get there early, uh, mm-hmm. so that I'm there whenever they arrive. And, uh, you know, even if that means arriving to a photo shoot 30 minutes early, I'm scheduling that in my calendar. It's, it is not six 30 that I'm arriving. It starts at <laughs> six and I need to be there by six and then I yep. can hang out. Um, but yeah, that and like photo delivery and the whole, you know, over or under, under, uh, <laughs> under promise, over deliver. <laughs> I always get those mixed up and then it's just that's not like over promise, under deliver. Yeah. No, 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 not that one. <laughs> um, but even like, you know, that kind of, that kind of thing is, mm-hmm. is something that I didn't realize was a value of mine, but mm-hmm. looking at my business, you could see, that that it was because I wanted to show up quickly for leads and mm-hmm. in, you know new inquiries and I wanted to be there with them as they're going through and and also being honest of no I've never photographed at that venue before um, mm-hmm. but here's what I do whenever it's a new venue and also new venues excite me and like my creative <laughs> creativity is off the roof because I'm just like, like this so is inspired all new. yeah I'm excited. Um, but yeah, that uh, that that sort of thing, um, I I didn't realize was one of my core values, and now it is, and I can speak to that through, um, uh, you know, through copy, through through mm-hmm. uh, posting on social media, all that kind of stuff. Like you were saying, with you know, taking a, a beautiful photo and then you know, speaking to one of your uh, one of your core values. And yeah. that also helps with that writer's block of like, I have no idea. Like I need to post something <laughs> on Instagram, but I have no idea what to talk about. Uh, or I need to figure out a new reel or TikTok. And you can just yeah. do a TikTok where you're talking about your core values. And that is going to impress and attract the people that align with those values and be like, mm-hmm. yeah. Ty is the one for me. This sounds amazing. <laughs> let me, let me follow. Let me book. Um, yeah, but yeah, well, awesome. Ah, Ty, I've loved this conversation. I think that is some really great actionable steps of moving forward for those who don't know what their values are, um, to identify those and then, then, uh, taking those and implementing them into business. So I have, I have loved that. Thank you for being on the show. Absolutely. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. Before we kind of wrap up and you can share where people can follow you and everything. There's part of the show that I like to do where we talk about what we're loving this week. Um, it could be, you know, a new movie, a, a TV show, a book, something could be, uh, anything. Uh, what are, what are you loving this week? What am I loving this week? I'm real. I'm torn on this because I'm not like obsessed, but I find it intriguing. 
I'm really into the new House of the Dragon, as oh. well as the new Lord of the Rings show on Amazon. Yes. And it's not because I'm like, oh my gosh, they're doing an amazing job and I'm riveted by it. It's because mm-hmm. I want to see what they're doing with it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, more, like, where more is this going to go? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have not started either of those, um, but I am also very intrigued. Uh, like just the uh, I don't know, I think I think being a photographer kind of ruins me for watching movies now because I'm just like looking at the cinematography and yes. thinking of like, well, how did they light this? Because I know it's not <laughs> nighttime. Like, did they shoot during the day and like all that kind of stuff? Um, so I know that watching both of those would just be my my uh, my uh, what is it? The uh, director of photography brain is just going to be yep. all over the place. Uh, and I feel like that's part of the intrigue for me because I'm like, it's very fascinating how they've filmed this yeah yeah Yeah. okay well cool well i'll probably probably end up watching both (laughs) if they're terrible i'm not recommending them for their content (laughs) this is uh this is a uh photography type intrigue yeah it's cool um awesome that's cool um let's see i am loving this week oh i i have it right over here um I'm loving this little guy. It's a Ooh. it's a paper shoot camera. And it's like super thin. It's a digital camera. I feel like I just saw an advertisement for yeah. those. I'm going to take a picture of you. There you go. Um, <laughs> but it's it's super cool. There um, a, a friend of mine on TikTok had one and was just showing like uh, what they were taking photos of. And the photo quality is actually really good. Um, cause I used to take, uh, just like point and shoot, uh, like disposable type film cameras, but you know, yeah. reusable cause I'm not going <laughs> to just throw away cameras. <laughs> uh, but I used to take a uh, disposable type, just point and shoot, you know, F eight film cameras to my receptions. And I would just give a couple to the, the wedding party and just like, here, take a few photos, pass it on to someone else. Whenever it stops advancing, bring it back to me, please don't break it. And, um, they just kept breaking cause people were trying to mm-hmm. jam it to, you know, the 37th frame and there was not one there. Um, and so, yeah, I, I got this guy and it works really well in low light too. Um, I mean, not great, but like the, the photo quality <laughs> of just this point and shoot is really cool and it's fun and I can hand it to the kids. And like we recently went to the beach and I was just snapping photos of them playing in the water and uh, and it turned out really good uh, coming back and looking at it. So I'll have to look into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, sweet. OK, Ty, where can people find you online? Where can they follow you, see your photos, uh, you know, follow you on Instagram, all those kind of things? Well, I'm on Instagram at Ty Z Wilson, uh, Z as in zebra. <laughs> <laughs> so my my middle name is Zachary. So at yeah. Tyzy Wilson on Instagram, <laughs> um, also tyzywilson.com. That's my website. Um, those are really the only two places that I have anything. Um, cool. Feel free to slide into my DMs if you guys want to, you know, just chat about anything that we've talked about today or you know anything else. I'm here for it. Sweet, 
Awesome. Well, cool. Yeah. And um, those of y'all listening on Spotify and Apple and all the different places, uh, whenever this is released, um, I'll have all that in the show notes and you can just scroll on down and click on over to Instagram, um, and say, Hey to Ty. Um, but yeah, well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. I really enjoyed our conversation today. Yeah. Thanks for having me, John. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Light and Dark Photography Podcast. As always, you can check out all the things in today's episode in the show notes at lightdarkco.com slash podcast slash 142. This podcast was recorded in front of a live Facebook audience. Join us for the next live episode by joining the Light and Dark Photography Podcast group on Facebook. You can follow the show on Instagram at lightdarkco. Ty is at tyz. Wilson, and you can find me at All Heart Photo. Subscribe if you like the show so you don't miss an episode. Until next week, keep strong with your values and keep being an amazing person.